Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. I'm Ryan Steck. And I'm Rachel Geiger. We created the True Grit Strength Podcast so that we can share our stories around how strength training changed us for the better and helped us to discover our athletic potential, develop grit, and pursue growth in all aspects of our lives. It's through our stories that we hope to share with you that regardless of where you are or where you've started from, you can build strength and athleticism in all ages and stages of life despite loss, injuries, or setbacks. So how do you make a comeback to the gym when the odds are stacked against you? Tune in to find out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the True Grit Strength Podcast. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Happy Sunday. (laughs) Happy Sunday. Yeah, we started moving these to Sundays, and I think it works out pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like our one Sunday task, yeah. aside from meal prepping, that we need to get done. So Right. Awesome. Well, we got an exciting topic uh, for you guys this week in honor of Women's, Women's History Month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Ryan and I were having a conversation. I mean, we often have a lot of conversations around um, the fitness industry and uh, women and like the messaging that we see in the fitness industry for women. Um, And so we thought in honor of Women's History Month, uh, which is the whole month of March, um, we figured we would take some time to kind of like dive into those topics on the podcast so that um, y'all could get a little insight into um, some of our conversations around that. Yeah, I mean, one of the reasons, too, why we wanted to start the podcast in the beginning is to kind of, like, provide trustworthy information, um, because there's a lot of misinformation out there. And so much. just the way that health and fitness and working out and all of this stuff is sort of portrayed in the media um, and written about in a lot of major areas can just be so confusing and so mm-hmm. misleading and so... You know, along with providing our own experiences and perspectives um, and then my education um, as a trainer and a coach, you know, we just want to make sure that the information we're providing um, is applicable to people all over the spectrum from all different kinds of backgrounds um, and that can be actually trustworthy and and easy to implement um, and incorporate into um, your lifestyle. Um, So I thought that that being said, like one of the first things that we wanted to do today um, is talk a little bit about marketing and messaging, um, mm-hmm. especially, you know, in the theme of Women's History Month, specifically having to do with how um, weight loss is and training and working out and nutrition in general is marketed and messaged specifically to women. Yeah. Um, we see commercials all the time. Yes. Magazine covers, ads for stuff. Social media is a big place for this. Right. That's just so trashy and so misleading <laughs> and honestly kind of offensive yeah. um, to, I think, a lot of people's um, intelligence. Um, and it's really frustrating from my point of view um, as a coach and stuff to see that. Um, and so we kind of want to like misspell a lot of these sort of like themes that are coming up and that happen in messaging and marketing for weight loss specifically, um, I guess in training in general, but we're going to primarily be focusing on weight loss in today's episode. And I'm sure because this is such a broad topic, like Rachel said, like we, this will span out into other topics for the rest of the month. Um, but today we're going to be specifically talking about, um, how weight loss is marketed towards women, um, in the media. Yeah, so um, Ryan and I kind of started this topic 
by, uh, I, you know, I was meal prepping in the kitchen and I was like, Ryan, do like a Google search of, you know, a couple of these like keywords and like, let's see what comes up for, for women versus men. Like, I'm just curious in terms of like the ads, right. That we see. Yeah. Um, so we started with, or Ryan started with, um, women's weight loss. Well, yeah. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we Googled a few things. And so we're going to read to you guys some of the things that came up on Google when we searched for these things, when we searched certain terms around women and weight loss and dieting. And then we're going to compare them to what comes up, uh, for men, uh, when it comes to nutrition and men's weight loss and Mm -hmm. men's workouts. So, uh, so yeah, the first thing, and we're just going to share some of the language I think that's being used, which is just like so ridiculous. Um, but the first thing that we Googled was women's weight loss program. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So here's some of the ad, uh, titles that, that we got. Um, so the first one is my favorite. <laughs> Nutrisystem weight loss. Right. Man. Okay. But it's not just Nutrisystem because Nutrisystem actually comes up for men's weight loss yeah. as well because, you know, I guess it's a whole system. But the tagline that they're using only for women's search is weight loss that works in one week. One week, y'all. <laughs> one week. Nothing works in one week. Yeah. Okay, so that's the first hit. And then on the right side, and you guys can do this yourselves if you want to like follow along or just do it on your own time or whatever. But like on the right (laughs) side of Google, um, with all of the ads, okay, so there's like nine different ads I'm looking at right now. And the the first one is the Nutrisystem. Then we've got another $98 supplement, a four-week weight loss supplement called Plenity. I've actually never heard of that before. So what, you just take the supplement and you lose weight in four like weeks? A fat okay. or some crap like that. The next one My is... My favorite. Yeah. 21-day fix. <laughs> because you are broken. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what the hell? Right, right. The uh, nec- the from next- our favorite beach body. Yes, our favorite. What is a beach body? I think it's just a body you put on the beach, but I'm not sure. Um... Okay, so then there's some other ones, like Nutrisystem, One Week Again, we see that. Um, there's another very pink. Most of these are supplements, by yeah, the way. Yeah, a very pink branded supplement, you know, because like women only respond to pink. Right. Okay, but here's the other thing, too. It's like we Googled weight loss program. Like we didn't Google meal prep. We didn't Google anything mm. nutrition related. We said weight loss program. And instead of it all being workouts or being nutrition, the majority of the stuff that's coming up is supplements. So pills you can take to to get the (laughs) job done instead of focusing on being healthy. Right. Right. Okay. The next one is... (laughs) This is my favorite, I think. It's so bizarre. Again, from the lovely people at Beachbody. I just love them. Um, I guess potentially it's a workout program. Um, but it's called Morning Meltdown. <laughs> you know, because, like, the first thing you want in the morning is a classic meltdown. <laughs> like, an emotional meltdown? A physical meltdown? What are they targeting here? Oh, It's awful. It's really, really, in- it's really wild. And, you know, so the next one is, um, they have Noom, and then there's, like, Get perfect, get a perfect, get perfect body, 28 day plan. Personalized perfect body. What's a perfect body? 
I will get it in 28 days. Oh, God. Um, an at-home metabolism test, um, because obviously if you need to lose weight, your metabolism is messed up. I suppose. Um, more supplements. Yes. Um, Flatter me. me. <laughs> Flatter me digestive supplements. Great. Okay. So. Um, this is kind of interesting too. Here are top 23 weight loss tips for women. Cut down on carbs. Mm. Um, add resistance training, drink more water, eat more protein, do more cardio. Regular sleep schedule, keep a food journal, fill up on fiber. I actually agree with all of these things. Maybe not cut down on refined carbs, but that's a different conversation for another day. But okay here's here's what other this is what i also like about google is like you can see what other people are searching so how can a woman lose 20 pounds in a month how can they brian what is the best and safest weight loss program nothing wrong with that how can a woman lose 10 pounds in a month so these are all very like lofty goals with a very strict time frame right that's the common that's the common theme that i'm seeing come up besides also the fact that they're just basically pushing that you achieve that with supplements i actually don't know that much about nutrisystem i'm assuming it's just like a meal plan thing with like fat loss like meal plans and menus and stuff nothing wrong with that i just think that the again we're talking about like the messaging and the way that this goal is being marketed to to women which is that you have to have you have to lose a lot of weight in a very short period of time right and they're suggesting that the best way to do that is just to take pills right and like honestly if you look at this page the only like actual workout program i see where like you're actually working out is the morning meltdown meltdown, which like honestly (laughs) i would love to see what that program is right um, so not a lot about like actually working out or how to train or anything. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, so let's flip this. Yeah. So let's, we Googled, did we Google that men's weight loss program? So men's weight loss, we looked at this earlier. I'm looking it up again. Um, I think for men, it's not much better, honestly. It's not as it's not as uh, it's not as supplement focused. Actually, it is. Okay, so men's weight loss program. Okay, so Nutrisystem is the same thing that comes up first, but there's no timeline. It just says number yeah. one meal delivery program. It's not like lose X amount of weight in a week. Um, again, support like there is supplement supports. There is more workout related stuff though. So Athlean X, he's like a big fitness celebrity guy um, who writes like he has like a lot of workout programs online. So his program comes up, um, his weight loss shredded, get it shredded program comes up. Um, The Tonal Smart Gym system, if you've seen commercials for that, that pops up. Um, And also I saw Mirror, the same like at home, like computerized workout thing on here before, but it's more, um, there is testosterone support supplements. Uh, multivitamins, colon cleanse. Nothing from Beachbody. Nothing from well, that's Beachbody's for Beachbody's oh, okay. to women. <laughs> um, so I guess it's pretty balanced. But you see the, the language that they're using: how men can lose weight, men's weight loss and diet plans, like affordable custom meal plans, sixteen week plan. Right, and so it seems 
less stigmatized. Right. Like, you've got to get off this weight fast. Fast. <laughs> like, because how dare you hold on to it? Yeah. Um, there's not as much urgency. There's not the same language as not being used. Um, it seems like it's being approached that it's a little bit more acceptable. Right. Um, fat burning meal plan to shed extra weight. Ah. <laughs> Okay. But it is a lot about getting shredded and like, sure. you know, which then we can view men who are shredded as being like very strong and lean and, right. and whatever. But like there's none of that language um, around women's weight loss. So the next thing that we did, um, which I thought was super interesting, was we looked up the photos like Google Images, for um, women's and men's workouts. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, And I thought this was so, so fascinating. So when we looked up the image search for, like, women's workouts, the majority of what we see is a lot of band, like, banded exercises. So, like, resistance bands or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of... Core work, how to get a slimmer waist. Mm-hmm. Um, we also saw a lot of like glute bridges. Yeah. That was like a big thing. Literally one of the only exercises on here is just like different variations of like glute bridges. Which yep. I have nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with working on your core. I love core work. I think it's super important. There's nothing wrong with glute bridges either. But we're just talking about this is the main focus, right? It's like yep. you got to build a bigger butt. You got to have a flat stomach. Yep. Got to um, get rid of those hip dips. Right. Like you need to, you got to get these booty bands going. Flatter stomach, donkey kicks. No, no weights, by the way. There's no weights on here. Not, not actually, a single. There's, I think these are actually styrofoam weights. I'm not even joking. Oh my. $439 for this, what looks like a pink styrofoam dumbbell barbell. Again, so. it's got to be pink women only respond to pink y'all so if you're a marketer just don't forget that right weight loss toned yeah these are just some other search terms that come up well this is all very convenient if you're stuck at home during covid with no workout equipment because there's literally not a weight featured on this entire google image search page yes okay all right so that's for women's workouts now we go to men's workouts same thing right google image image search this and it's 100 percent <laughs> different so ryan just like describe a little bit about what we're seeing let's see kettlebell workouts muscle building before and after pics um all about there's a lot of ab stuff on here i'm not gonna lie so that is uh, barbell images dumbbells um, all strength training and weightlifting equipment um, or, you know, photos and stuff like that. But what I thought was interesting is oh, right. full body workout routine for men. Bench press, lat pull down, dumbbell press, leg extensions, bicep curls, tricep push down. So this is like a very cookie cutter style, like full body strength training routine. Ironically, I have all my women 
clients do this exact routine. Exactly. Like there's nothing gendered about it. I would give anybody these list of exercises. Exercises for a full body workout. Deadlift, squat, lunge, burpees. I don't do those. Push-ups, kettlebell swings. Right. Those are literally, those exercises specifically or variations of those are in literally every workout program I write for any person, regardless of gender or training background. Um, If you've read any of my articles or ever heard me talk about um, the six primary movement patterns, those are all of those movement patterns. And those are the exercises that I choose for literally any person. Right. But when we go to women's workouts and we go down here to best body weight workout routine. Body weight. Jumping jacks, burpees, planks, pull-ups. Pull-up seems random. (laughs) Right. Bears. I don't know. (laughs) It's literally just a photo of bears. I don't know what that's about. Okay. So clearly what's happening here is... All of these women's workouts are being related to body weight only, not doing anything resistance, no resistance training, um, really strong focus on building a bigger butt and a flatter stomach, which, hey, listen, if you want that, there's nothing wrong with that. Like that can be a training goal. I just think that it's very interesting in the approach. There's not a lot of stuff about strength training on here and like getting strong and what getting stronger can actually do for your body composition um so this is just like you know we just doing this as an exercise just to show you you know when you go out there to search information and to learn about how like what you need to do to either get the body that you want or get healthier maybe just in general what is given to you as options are severely limited in terms of what is actually out there that will actually get you results we're not saying that there's anything wrong with this like if you want to do your little like glute bridge ab workout at home like there's nothing wrong with that but like we're just letting you know that there are other options other better options out there that are simply not being messaged and marketed to you right um because i don't really understand why honestly well like here's my i mean i kind of understand why but here's my whole takeaway from this is i feel like And I think we see this generally, like, across the span of our lives. But, like, it continues here in in these searches, which is, like, for men, there's many options for what you could do. You could do all these different workouts. You could do weights. You could not do weights. You could do cardio. You could not do cardio. You could, you know, like, try this weight loss program or you could try this muscle building program. Like, there's options, And then you slide over to the women's side of things and it's like you have one choice, right? Your choice is, is made for you and it's to lose weight. And like, I think this applies in our culture, not just to fitness, but to everything. Like, I think oftentimes women are just told like, this is your route and this is the choice that you You don't have a choice. You're going to do this thing because that's what you should do Mm. without giving us the opportunity to explore. Do I want to lift weights? Do I want to do a squat or a deadlift? Do I want to work with barbells? No, actually, I really like cardio. I'm going to stick with that. Like having this, this choice gives you power and to fully take it away from women And just say, you know, like, well, this is the thing you should do. You should always be focused on losing weight. Like, we have no power. Yeah. I also think another thing, you know, I think the the importance of this exercise that we did with Google 
kind of like re- is a good example of what the original point that I was thinking of earlier is, is the fact that like all of the messaging and the wording and like the copywriting and all of that is focused on like breaking down and taking away something, yes. right? Versus actually empow- using empowering language of building up and focusing on what it is that you have to gain Ugh. by working out and gain by getting stronger and gain by getting the body that you want or whatever. It's not it's not empowering language. The 21-day fix, the morning meltdown, it's about breaking down things. Breaking you down. And taking things away from you. Right. Elimination diets, like heart, you know what I mean? Like all those types of things, like lose 30 pounds in one week. It's about taking away and draining things from your life versus like what fitness can actually uh, provide you. And I feel like we have to think about the correlation between this language and how that impacts people mentally. Um, and in terms of dictating whether or not they're successful or not, yes. it's going to be very, very hard to be successful if you're following a plan that's focused in the language and the marketing and all the messaging that's getting put into your brain is focused on not having enough yes. and having to be restrictive and having to take things out of your life and remove things that you love and enjoy and you know find fulfillment in instead of thinking about hey if we just start eating healthier and you start sleeping better and you start focusing on healthy ways of managing your stress and you start moving your body more here is all the things that you will have to gain um even in a healthy diet and being able to focus on weight loss thinking that my nutrition coach jeb stewart johnson calls this an abundance model and he says it's focusing on the things that we actually can have right? Like I might need to lose weight and I need to follow a strict diet in order to do that and to order to reach my goals. But let me think about that from a mindset of abundance and the things that I am allowed to have versus it being like, you know, whatever, quick keto 30 day fat loss plan where you don't eat this and you can't have this and you can't have this. And it's like, okay, but you can have tons of vegetables. You can have a ton of protein. You can Mm -hmm. have, here's Mm -hmm. all of the things that you can have And not only that, but here are all the positive effects that it will add to your life. The messaging is so, so crucial and so important. And I think very correlated to whether people or not can be successful in it. Right. Yeah, definitely. I think Ryan makes a super good point about the language. And I I think about this all the time, especially now that I lift weights. And, you know, when I first started lifting, I think that there was like, I had my own misconceptions around what it meant to like lift heavy weights. And I truly believed that it was only for men. Like men only did that, you know, and that was like conditioned into me from like the messaging that we're talking about now, right? The advertising that we're seeing, the marketing that we're seeing. And then I think it bleeds into our real lives where like, you know, you go to the gym and you tend to only see Like, if you walk into a gym, you'll see women on machines and men on, you know, on, like, the gym floor doing barbell and dumbbell stuff. Yeah. And. I do think there, I think it's starting to shift in the right direction. I agree. I agree. I think, like, we're becoming more aware. And I think, you know, we're we're trying to shift to, like, hey, just because, like, you're a woman, woman who's, like, lifting weights, like, that doesn't mean anything about, like, your physique and what it's going to look like. Right. Um, and so I do think we're shifting. I think like, you know, Ryan and I want to keep drawing attention to this topic because I, you know, from my own personal experience, like I, I absolutely went through this, 
um, you know, being a woman. And just like when I first started, when I was very young, you know, like in high school, college, I, the only workout I knew how to do was to like do cardio. I would go to a gym and just like do the elliptical or like go for a run. Um, and when it came to food, it was like, I was very restrictive, constantly trying to lose weight, constantly paying attention to the number on the scale. Like it got so bad in college to the point where like, you know, I had an eating disorder for a while and thankfully I was able to kind of shake that out of me. Um, but like that was my view of, of what my body should be. Like it was so focused on like, what can I lose? Like, what can I take away? Um, instead of like Ryan mentioned, like thinking about what I can gain. And I feel like when I started lifting weights and when I started working like with barbell stuff, it was like all focused on like my gains, you know, it was like hitting a PR or like, wow, like I feel like I'm gaining muscle or like I'm so much stronger, like normal tasks that I once used to do, like don't really feel that hard. And like, I just started getting healthier and focusing more on like, look at all these things I'm gaining. Mm -hmm you know, which adds so much to your life when that's where your mindset is. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think too, like the other, the other really sort of harmful thing about this message, this messaging and this marketing and these ideas that are being put out there about what women's fitness should be, it leads women to getting obsessed with feeling that like they need to lose weight. Even if it doesn't, even if they maybe don't even really feel like they need or want to. Right. Um, and But even for those who really do want to lose weight, because again, like, let me reiterate here that there's nothing, if you want to lose weight, we're not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, that's a, that's a legitimate goal that, that literally millions of people have that I would argue, like, literally of millions people need, right? We're just saying that the language that's used and the mindset that is used to approach that weight loss is very, very important. And what we see out there in terms of marketing and messaging and things that even other trainers um, and other fitness professionals go out there and promote leads people to getting really, really obsessed and caught up with the scale and body image and getting really, really hung up on their success in losing weight, which actually you know, can be very detrimental to that weight loss being successful. Right. Right. Because it's like messing you up. It's like messing up your mindset because you're hyper-focused on this like very, very specific metric instead of being focused on the daily habits and the routines and, you know, the other benefits of exercise and nutrition that you can shift focus to that will actually end up in actually impacting that weight loss. So for example, like getting more, what I try to do with my female clients is trying to get them more obsessed with being strong and performing in their workouts and feeling really good in those workouts and you know kind of empowering them to look at fitness from a different perspective mm-hmm. usually in the form of strength training for most people um, and what, I, what, what I've found actually ends up happening is that they get more focused on the workouts and the nutrition and the habits and the lifestyle stuff. Yeah. And guess what? The weight loss happens and they're not even thinking about it. Yes. And to me, like for as a coach, like that is the goal. Like even if your goal is weight loss, like the goal is to get you to achieve that weight loss without being hyper-focused and obsessed with that number on the scale. And I have a client right now who recently lost quite a bit of weight um, who you know, 
two weeks, probably three weeks, maybe into the program said to me, you know what? I, this, the scale thing is really frustrating. And so I'm just going to stop paying attention to it. Yeah. And they came to me the other day and said that basically the jeans that they had that they wanted to fit into, and we were working together for three months that they cannot even get come close to getting buttoned, um, now fit perfectly. But that number on the scale has not really moved that much. Right. Which basically means, if you're not tuned into that, that basically means that she has lost fat. Right. And Kate and kept muscle mass, which helps you have better body composition and better metabolism, which we'll get into on another on another day. Um, but she can fit into these these jeans, and she was so happy about it. But guess what? She didn't do that being obsessed with the number on the scale because had she been, she would be unhappy maybe because that number hasn't really changed that much, but she's definitely lost fat. Right. Right. Which I think, so I think there's just so many different ways that you can think about this. And it's just so much more um, fulfilling to achieve these, these workout goals and these weight loss goals from this perspective of I'm focused on being the healthiest, strongest person that I can be versus me being the slimmest, you know, flattest stomach, whatever, whatever beach person, beach body person. (laughs) It seems kind of like a miserable route to me yeah and I've seen so many people get so obsessed with it and be and beat themselves up over it and think of themselves as a failure and kind of throw in the towel because they're not fulfilling this idea that's put put out there that this is how it should be and I really think you know I know we're going to get into this when we talk about like takeaways and stuff like that from this episode and what we want you guys to kind of leave this episode with but really thinking about which I guess we can get into now is like Really what I want everybody who's listening to this to think about is what is your actual goal and why is that goal important to you? And do right. you have that goal because that's something that's being told that you should do? Yeah. Um, or is it something that you actually want to do? Right. I like. I know for me when I was in high school and college, it was like I even did Weight Watchers for a while. And like when I look back on that time in my life, it was like, I didn't want to lose weight. I didn't even think I needed to lose weight. But like everyone around me and everything I was receiving and all this information coming into me was like, no, you have to lose weight. Like you have to be thinner. You have to be smaller. And like I didn't have, you know, enough awareness at that time to be able to like filter those things out. And to know that, like, I didn't actually even want that for myself. I just thought that's what I was supposed to do. You know, and so I think, like, to Ryan's point, it's super important for all of us to really just sit down and think, like, well, what do I actually want for my own body? Um, You know, and if, like, you're trying to lose weight and it's actually just, like, putting you in these, like, shame spirals and you're actually just, like, you know, creating some really unhealthy body image issues and, like, you're just mentally struggling with that, then, like, maybe you're focused on the wrong thing. Yeah, for sure. And I don't, I don't mean that as, like, I totally agree. And I think that's a really important sort of reflection to think about. And it's like, you know, when anybody comes to me with a goal, it's like the main, the core focus is to always figure out, like, why that goal is important to you. Mm -hmm. And especially, I think that's especially important when you're talking about weight loss, because it is, it is, it's very simple to lose weight, but it's very hard. Yes. Right? Like, the process is simple, but, like, it is actually kind of grueling and probably one of the hardest things 
that you can try to do. So being rooted in why that is so important to you is very, very important to be able to stick with it and see success. And so if you're not really sure why losing weight is important to you, or maybe you think that you're doing it more because you know you feel like you need to to sort of fit into this sort of ideal or with what's being marketed towards you or whatever, then that's a really important identifier because you're not going to be successful if that's the only reason why you're doing it. Yeah. And also just to recognize that there's a million other things that you can focus on in terms of being healthy that's not losing right. weight. Like I'm not saying like, oh, you don't want to lose weight or you're not sure that you need to lose weight, then like don't be active and don't train yes. or anything like yes. that. Like, yes. But I'm thinking about like what else can you do to be healthy? Like what other kinds of workout goals could you have? Do you want to get stronger? Do you want to be able to run? Do you want to be able to be active and play with your kids? Do you want to be able to kind of like – you know, not be in pain anymore? Do you want to build endurance? There's like literally so hundreds of other training options out there that can lead you to be healthy and fit and have a good metabolism and live a long, healthy life that's not being hyper-focused on, you know... Restriction. Whatever, burning fat yeah. and building a bikini booty. I'm li- literally reading the program <laughs> off here that's on Google. Three-day um, full-body toning. toning. Right, like you have options and... Like, again, if losing weight is not what you want, it's going to be very hard. And, like, usually why most people sort of fail because they don't – they're not attached to a strong why and they view it as something that they have to do versus something that they need to do. And, listen, this is also outside the realm of, like, medical weight loss. Like, if you have, like, a medical issue and weight loss is very closely tied to you losing weight, then obviously, you know, that's a very different conversation to have. Um, you know, still the way that it's marketed is still not acceptable, but you know, I'm just out there to say like, if a doctor has said that you need to lose weight, you know, that that's still important to, to think about. Um, but you know, just know that there's other ways out there of achieving that weight loss in a healthy, sustainable way. Um, and the way that I personally promote it, um, is just by really focusing on getting as strong as possible, which literally has zero zero downside and zero (laughs) like there's like literally nothing bad that can come from getting stronger yeah you're not going to get bulky you're not going to be muscular you are just going to be able to live a long healthy life you're going to have a better metabolism you're going to be able to burn more calories throughout the day you're going to be healthier you're going to be pain-free you're going to be less likely to fall as you age i could go on for like an hour about this but that is my approach with that i take with all of my clients all of who I've seen extreme success in losing weight and achieving other body composition and fitness and health-related goals. Um, So let's get into takeaways. Right. Um, Yeah, and I also just want to name before we move into takeaways, like, if you are listening to this and, like, you're thinking, um, let me just say, from my own experience, like, I stopped you know, participating in, in fitness and nutrition for so long because I didn't see myself in it. Like I didn't want to do cardio, elliptical workouts, and like, I didn't want to lose weight anymore. You know, like I had kind of figured out like, whoa, okay. I'm like really hurting my body. I'm really hurting my mind. Like this isn't working. And like, I'm not going to focus on like constantly losing weight. Like I'm going to live however I want to live. And I think something that happened for a long time was, like, I claimed this identity of, like, yeah, I'm not, like, a fitness person. (laughs) 
you know, like I really separated myself from that because I just didn't see myself in it. Um, because the, you know, the, the way women's workouts were marketed to me, like that wasn't working, but I also didn't want to do like men, you know, workouts just designated for men. I didn't realize that like, there's no such thing. (laughs) There's no such thing as like a man workout and there's no such thing as like a woman's workout. Right. Right. They all do the same thing. They're all the same. It's for, it's a human workout. (laughs) Like it's for any human, no matter how you identify, no matter where you are on like the spectrum of gender, there's no such thing as like, this is just for men and this is just for women. And that doesn't mean that there's not considerations to be made based off those things, right? Like you still, there are still considerations to be made um, in terms of approaching women's training and men's training or whatever. But like in terms of exercise selection and goals and programs and all of that, like if I'm sitting down to write a program for, for a female client or a male client, I'm right. approaching it from the exact same point of view. Yes. And I'm going to be prescribing probably the same exercises. Yeah. But maybe the, you know, maybe the volume or whatever looks a little bit different. Right. I mean, y'all, Ryan and I have been doing the exact same workout program for the last nine weeks. Yeah. Like we're on the same program. Right. You know what I mean? And it's not like it's a, you know, a muscle gaining program and it's not like, oh, well, this is just for men, like women can't do it or whatever. You know, and I I never knew that. I didn't know that until really like I started, you know, Ryan got into fitness and I started getting interested in it as well because he was interested in it. And it was something that, you know, like being in a relationship that we could share together. And once I kind of stepped into this world, it was like, oh, wow, like there is so much I can do here. And it's not just, like, restrictive to men. It's, like, anyone can do this. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's so much option and so many places you can go with it. So I just wanted to name that for, like, anyone who's, like, oh, yeah, I've given up on, like, working out. Like, just remember that there are options and it's it's not gendered. Yeah. It's just not. Right. Even though, you know, it's sold to us that way. Right. Exactly. So, okay, all of that said, a few action items um, and takeaways for y'all going into this week, and then we're going to continue this topic um, in a few more episodes, so definitely tune back um, to catch that. Yeah, so we just wanted to say as a takeaway is, you know, start paying attention to things that you see out there, specifically on Instagram, because that's a very popular, like, fitness content platform right now. Um, There's so much garbage on there. Um, pay pay attention to what you see and, you know, think about some of the things that we've brought up and kind of, you know, highlighted in this episode and start paying attention to ads that you see, things that pop up on Google, um, or just commercials, things on Instagram, things on Facebook, like language that's being used. Um, even just the way that people in your life talk to you about food. Right. And weight loss or exercise or whatever. Yeah. You know, just notice that, like, the other narratives that people are holding on to and, like, the conditioning that we have as a society around fitness and nutrition and, like, how gendered it's become and what we've done to it. Right. 
And then the other thing too, um, you know, if we've raised any of these things and you feel like they resonate with you or you feel like you identify with some of these um, things that we've brought up, you know, take some time to think about what your goals actually are and why you want them. And again, there's nothing wrong with needing or wanting to lose weight. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying, you know, the approach that you can take you know, there's options for different approaches that you can take. And so you, if you've tried this and you haven't been successful in the past, you know, reach out to me and I'm happy to kind of, you know, show you a different path um, or, or send you some resources or send you down a different direction where you might be more successful. Yeah. But I think it's important to think about, you know, do I really want to lose weight? Why is that important to me? Um, and kind of try to look through that through the lens of this isn't the only way. Um. And then also, like I said, like learning options for training and finding something that really works for you and does actually align with your goals, right? right? If you haven't lost weight by doing, you know, six minute abs or whatever (laughs) other, you know, crap out there, like, you know, these booty band workouts or whatever, if that stuff's not working for you, um, you know, it's important to find something that will. Right. Um, And, you know, again, if you need help with that, um, you can reach out to me anytime. Um, Also, just remember that like... People, like, right, people are trying to sell you something. Right. They're trying to capture you and give you, like, you know, the the headline that's going to capture you and, like, with the booty bands and stuff. Like, they're just trying to sell you a product. Right. So, like, if you're feeling unsuccessful with it, like, maybe it's the product. Like, maybe it's not you. Right. You know, like, just yes. remember that, like... They don't care if you are actually getting healthier. Like, they just want you to buy something. Right. And as a trainer who sells programs and coaching and other things, too, it's like I try to be very, very conscientious about around the language that I use and the headlines that I use and the subject lines and the captions. And I try to be very, very sensitive to the language that I'm using to market the things that I am trying to sell because this is my business, but I also care a lot about how I'm perceived and the impact that the language that I use has on other people, which is why I try to frame the majority of the things that I do fitness related to be about getting stronger um, and building strength. What you can gain. Um, and what you can gain versus, you know, what's wrong with you and what needs to be taken away right. and all this like negative That's language. So mean. Uh, which is the majority <laughs> of the stuff that I do is strength focused, whether it's to lose weight, build muscle. Whatever it is, it's like all strength focus. And guess what? Everybody achieves their goals doing getting stronger. And yeah. so, um, yeah, just keep that in mind um, when you're thinking about, you know, finding a program and stuff that works for you. And if that aligns with what you what your values are and what your goals are. And then the last thing that I'm going to mention um, is... Uh, I recently launched a weekly workout club. So if you're curious what I'm talking about and you want to see examples of workouts that I give clients and workouts that I give out to my community, um, I don't share a lot of this stuff on Instagram. I try to keep it specifically for people who are in my email community. Um, Specifically, I started a weekly workout club where I send you a a workout once a week via email um, for you to do and you can choose between at-home workouts or workouts if you have gym access. um, You can choose gym workouts as well. Um, But they all workouts that I create um, kind of follow along with the fundamentals that we've talked about today and they're focused around getting stronger um, and being fit and healthy um, in a 
positive way um, and focused around what you're going to gain from these things. So yes. if you want an example of what I'm talking about and you want to sign up and just get a test drive of what these workouts are like and what we're talking about, um, the link to um, join the free weekly workout club um, is in the show notes of the uh, episode. Awesome. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, I hope this gave you um, some things to think about. And as always, if you have questions or you want to follow up, um, you can always email Ryan. At truegoodstrength.com. <laughs> uh, Ryan at truegoodstrength.com. Um, and again, tune back in for the rest of the month and we'll be focusing on this topic uh, some more. Yes. And if you want to share this, um, with any of your friends or family, um, you know, in the spirit of women's history month, if you feel like, you know, other people in your life would benefit from listening to this episode, please, 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 uh, feel free to share it with them and spread the word of our podcast. We appreciate um, the support and we appreciate you listening in. All right, y'all. Well, I hope you have a great week and we'll see you soon. Yeah. Thanks.